You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw. And today we're going to talk about just why you really are capable of success. This episode is going to be a little bit different than the usual. Here are the five things I'm going to teach you. What I actually want to focus on today is a little more around my story and some of the things that originally got in my way of being successful. Like I'm talking like 15 years of struggling and searching and finally having it all click and come together and allow me to 10x my business within one year, have both my husband and I leave our corporate jobs and be staying home with our daughter, focusing on reoccurring revenue and the freedom of time. So if you're into stories and hearing real life examples and just getting super authentic, this episode is for you. Before we dive into this, I just have to share something with you guys that is totally on my mind and I cannot ignore it. I try not to spend a lot of time on social media because I think we all know it's like sort of like a fly trap I find sometimes, right? Like it can be, you know, oh, I'm going over to social media to work. And then an hour later, you're like, oh, shoot, I've done no work. And I just kind of feel crappy about my strategy. But this is more of a funny story than a game of comparison. But holy smokes, if you have not been in a Facebook group and seen the passion that people have for Costco, you are seriously missing out. I'm just looking at one here. Like this is the seriousness. I was reading this post. I swear this will have a point <laughs> and this will tie in. I was reading this post. Okay, here it is. I'm going to read this to you guys. This is how serious people are in the Costco group. Pool and Tommy Bahama chair update. Both are in transit from the depot in Montreal. 96 chairs and 10 pools. I've gotten both this summer. Tips. Call every morning for the next few days until they arrive. Calling at 4, 5 a.m. Be there early for the pool. 5, 6 a.m. at the latest. You decide. If only two pools there the day, I'd say 4 a.m. if you really want it. Yes, someone will answer that early. If you get really lucky and are a night person, call the night before. 10, 11 p.m. And see if you can find out if they are coming on the truck because these are hot items. You can get in at 8 a.m. to get them. The store doesn't know which day. It depends on which truck arrives. Do not wait until 9 a.m. 
the day the chairs arrive. You won't get it. They will be gone by 9 a.m. Hope this helps. Good luck to all. I spent countless hours calling and waiting. Then I got mine. 4 a.m. Lined up the day before. Got a pool a few weeks back. This post is for DC. Oh, I think that's Dartmouth Crossing. I don't work at Costco as a side note. Holy smokes. The reason that this is so interesting to me is that I think (laughs) this, I promise, does connect. I think that we oftentimes underestimate how passionate people are, especially when it comes to, I think, the fitness industry. We can hear no a lot and it starts to feel a little bit disheartening. And I just want to remind you that when you find your secret space in the internet in terms of your sweet spot as a coach and doing what you love, that is the type of passion that I promise is in you. Like this woman posting this chair and pool update, we all have somewhere inside of us that we are this passionate that we would share that in a forum about something. And I think that it is our job to figure out what that is. What are you that passionate about that you would lay that out for somebody? And I just want you to think about that because I think that a lot of our job around finding out where we're going to see success and feel successful and feel confident comes from actually nailing that. I think that that connects enough that it's worthy of sharing. But whenever I'm teaching, I'm a little bit tangenty, but I feel like I got to share those things when they they come across my mind because someone else has got to be, you know, it's a good example. I like examples. I like analogies when I'm teaching. And this one just definitely felt right for today. I want to jump in to you are capable. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my story and how I came to be bringing you this podcast and teaching all things authentic AF when it comes to marketing, specifically for people in health and wellness and how this actually came to be. My story starts about 15 or 16 years ago. 16 years ago is actually when my husband and I first met. And we had a little business we started with. We called it Lazy Groceries. Uh, I think we had one order after like building a website, doing all this stuff. That's a That was a big learning lesson there. Don't build a website first. Test your concept and then do it after. All the things you learn as you uh, build multiple businesses. But That is sort of where things started. I think Bill, my husband, and I were always very entrepreneurial and always were putting our hands into sort of like random things, but we both sort of enjoyed that exercising that part of our brain. And I guess it would have been two years into dating, we decided that we would sell everything and move to Vietnam and sort of start an office there. We had a good family friend that was living over there in Ho Chi Minh City. And we went on vacation for three weeks and we're like, okay, yeah, we really like this. Let's you know, quit our jobs and move to Asia. So my husband was actually working for my parents at the time. He was running their floor covering store. And I was working at a gym as a general manager at that time. I really recommend that kind of selling everything and moving at least once in your life. Like it was such a cleansing, cool process. So anyways, we did that. 
sold everything, moved to Asia. We were teaching English on the side to keep our visas. And then we were exploring the areas of exporting and what that would look like. And our goal was to try to figure out how can we create an online business where we can be remote and we can find suppliers and sell things online. And that's what we did. We literally sold everything from baby bed sheets to backpacks to art, like everything. No real consciousness or focus on what we necessarily really were passionate about. Like we were just kind of passionate about finding the process. We had a, quite a few products actually that were successful. We had some scarf rings. These were like made out of buffalo horn and we started selling those. And that concept started to work really well because there were a lot of high-end scarf rings, but these were like cheaper models. And we kind of tapped into some keywords and some different markets. And we were like super pumped. We were doing like 30,000, I think in a year um, with scarf rings. And we also had backpacks we were doing. We were doing like a whole bunch of random stuff. But every time we sort of caught some steam, because it wasn't our own product. Like we didn't have a following. We we sort of got lucky with like, okay, people are searching this on eBay and therefore they're finding us. So every time we kind of found some products that were doing well, we tended to have it taper off because either that keyword was getting way more competition or we had a bunch of people copy us or, you know, they were already doing it. And all of a sudden, like you realize there's somebody else doing this too. So That was our life as I was working in the corporate fitness world. We were always doing that on the side. Bill did that full-time for a while too, like just working in the online space. So he was always the tech and I was, I guess you could call it the face of the business. That was sort of awkward for me. Like I never felt comfortable doing videos or anything like that. Like, especially when it came to scarf tutorials, like I was so uncomfortable. I remember getting into so many fights over that sort of stuff. I hated it. And then I just kind of continued my career in the fitness industry. And I was lucky enough to be offered some roles that I moved for, like Bill and I moved obviously uh, together we were in Nova Scotia for a period of time and then New Brunswick. And then I got an offer out on the West Coast. So it made sense for me to go and take that role. And I guess at the same time, I knew that there was probably something else out there for me just because I didn't love the idea of not being able to take vacation when I wanted vacation. And honestly, I think that the idea of having children never really came across my mind because I just, I don't know, like maybe in the back of my mind, I knew I was working so much that I just didn't see how that was ever going to be possible. And then I got to Vancouver Island actually. And this was like a very unique scenario. Like Bill was still in Ontario and there were just no real great jobs for him out West because he was in oil and gas at the time. And it made sense for him to stay in Ontario because he had a really great job there and that was going really well for him. And I had a really great job. So it was like, we did this sort of six week shuffle. And so he would come out and spend time there because he could work a bunch of shifts. He was working shift work and then come and see me and spend time with me. I would go to work and then, but he would be there. Another thing that I would encourage for anybody, I don't know if like looking to find yourself is the right thing, but like I 
so value that space that I had for myself when I was out West. Like no doubt it was hard doing this like long distance thing. And we did it for about two and a half years, but I just feel like my soul flourished being able to take that time for myself and not feel guilty. So what I mean by that is I did business coaching. I did uh, some branding coaching, like I hired a branding coach. I had no idea what my product necessarily was going to be, but I just kept confidently moving in the direction of my passion. I figured like maybe this is very millennial of me, but I figured somewhere down the path that I don't know, it would just all work out and that I would eventually find my place. But I think what was great about it is that I would go to work, but the mornings were mine and I could do whatever I want. I didn't feel guilty about getting up early and um, not being in bed to like cuddle with Bill or at night, I didn't feel guilty about not watching TV or things like that. Like I really had this space to focus on myself and I spent a lot of time testing things. Like I started talking and connecting with some old friends and sort of realizing there might be this gap in the market that I might be able to teach some things around health and fitness and selling and and marketing. And because it was something that I wanted to learn and I always do best when I need to learn something myself to then go and teach it. Like I've always been sort of in the teaching space in health and fitness. It was very natural for me. But I think what I really learned through this process is that a lot of us are searching for this motivation, uh, searching for this sign that we are capable. And what the essence of that really is, is that if you don't feel motivated in what you're doing, you just haven't found the right thing yet. I think we all have that inner fire, that inner motivation. And it's when you truly, truly connect with your purpose. I remember telling my business coach at the time, he kept kind of nudging me and pushing me towards figuring out what this, like, I think he called it like your inner goddess. And I think I had to name her. I think her name was Athena. And like, what is her purpose? And I was always like, this is a little like, I don't know, like, but when I really step back and think about what I wanted to do for other people, it was always about, you know, that feeling when something finally clicks, like you have that aha moment. I wanted to like, light that up for people. If I could be helping reduce the overwhelm and helping dots connect for people, like that is exactly what I wanted to be doing. Because I just felt so great when I could connect something that had been previously complicated for someone. I don't strive in chaos at all. I like things to be very simplified and very well organized and put together. So I figured that maybe other people really appreciate that too. And they could finally get to that level that they really wanted in their business. And that was a game changer for me. Like when I really realized where I could spend time and I would not even notice it'd been like two or three hours. Like that's how I think that's that state of flow. I think that's how you sort of know, like you are doing the right things and you're in the right space. If you sit down to do something and you're like, oh man, and just like watching the clock and having a really hard time, like getting into something, I think that's a good sign that you need to delegate it or that it's not part of your you know, zone of genius that you should be spending your time in. And I think this was a crucial lesson uh, for me is that when I connected with this other place, 
that just went so much further beyond just a surface goal. And I really, really connected with my purpose. Everything really, really changed. And I do have this uh, deep belief that we all have this sweet spot that we're meant to be working in. And that if you're struggling, it's probably more so that you just haven't made that connection with it. I think that there's also, you know, they talk about this idea that when we're kids and we're growing up, we have a desire to be something when we grow up. So I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, I had this desire to be a writer. And this was like, I was super young when this came up. I was in grade one and that's what I always wanted to do. And then throughout the years, my adolescent years, teenage years, all that sort of stuff, I was writing all the time, but it was like, I would write stuff and then burn it because I felt so vulnerable. (laughs) I always wanted to, I guess, write to connect with people because I felt I don't know, like my parents really encouraged me. I think I was like quite good at it, maybe in their eyes. Like I just thought, like, yeah, you know, I was very critical of my own writing, but it just put me in this place of being able to connect with people. So, whatever it is that you wanted to be when you were growing up, I think is a sign to you of this feeling is one that you are connected with. So, for me, it was like helping to connect with people and create these bridges. That's what writing was to me, like to tell a story and have somebody else feel not alone in that journey. So I think that's important to look at. I think that leaves some clues for us as to what we should be doing, because maybe you're in the health and fitness space now, but there's a deeper reason or a deeper calling that connects you. And I think that again, that leaves some clues in terms of what angle, because I don't think there's anything as you know, when you just think of the term like fitness coach, I don't really think that that exists. I think that we all are very specialized in what we do. It's just like when you look at, for example, people that do social media posts, there's a hundred different people that do that sort of thing, but nobody is going to be as specialized as I am in the uh, sales side of social media, like selling through social media. Like that is what I have been practicing for the last 16 years. That is my sweet spot is how to move people through the customer value journey. And I think when you look at your own journey, there is something that you are very specialized in that we tend to say, oh, well, like that might be too specialized. I don't want to only attract those people. Like I want to attract more than that. Like I would never say no to anybody. And I think that that is a mistake. I think that the more specialized you are, the more that that person on the other side realizes that you're talking to them. So I think that that is an important piece with like, it's okay to picture your exact ideal customer on the other side of your keyboard and be speaking directly to them. In fact, I think there's a lot of power in doing so and really, really honing in on that person. I think that that is super, super key to success. If you are somebody that maybe has been struggling and you haven't really gotten to that tipping point that you've connected in with, you know, as as I talked about that motivation, like really, really finding that motivation, not needing to get motivated, but connecting with your purpose, really knowing why you do what you do, thinking back to that childhood feeling that you were really after and being able to separate yourself in a sea of sameness I think when you can do those three things, what ends up happening is you can 
exponentially grow your business. I really truly believe it has nothing to do with how much time you've been doing something. Like when we finally, all these pieces connected for me and I started really growing my business and then putting Facebook ads behind it and really cranking it up, we were able to 10X our business in one year. It didn't take 10 years to 10X. Once you really connect with those things and you get yourself in line, like your business can grow grow exponentially. So if you're one of those people that's sort of believing that like, oh, it's just going to take more time and this and this, like that's a belief. It's not a truth. It's like the more confident you are, the faster this thing can go for you. And it's all about getting the right things in place so that you feel more confident. I want you as some action items from this episode to think about a couple of things here and post them in the comments below. I want you to think about on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you in your business right now? And what would be one or two small little things that you could do to get more confident? Would it be to know exactly who you are and what you stand for? Would it be to know how you stand out in a sea of sameness? Would it be to have a strategy around how you are selling or how you are inviting? What exactly does that look like for you to get that one level? If you're a seven out of 10 in confidence, how do you get to that eight? It's just that small scale, that small action. And then what's one thing that you can do right now to take a step in the right direction? Because I truly believe that you are capable. In fact, I know you are capable. It's just convincing yourself that you can be confident in this and you can confidently move in the right direction towards building the authentic business of your dreams. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time on Social Selling Simplified. Are you a health and fitness coach struggling with consistency on social media? Do you find sales intimidating? Get ready to eliminate your fear and frustration, friends. We are launching an all new training that will make everything simple and doable for you. Then get it all automated for easy duplication. Imagine not worrying ever about what you should be saying or doing with your people ever again. It really doesn't have to be overwhelming. We want you to grow your biz and have fun doing it. So we've laid it all out for you. You have to join our live training happening in July. Just go to ashleyshaw.ca slash July masterclass to register. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash July masterclass. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.